All right, Psalm 27. We'll start in verse 1. We'll read through the whole psalm. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? When evildoers came against me to devour my flesh, my foes and my enemies stumbled and fell. Though an army deploys against me, my heart is not afraid. Though a war breaks out against me, still I am confident. I have asked one thing from the Lord. It is what I desire, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, gazing on the beauty of the Lord and seeking Him in His temple. For He will conceal me in His shelter in the day of adversity. He will hide me under the cover of His tent. He will set me high on a rock. Then my head will be high above my enemies around me. I will offer sacrifices in His tent with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Lord, hear my voice when I call. Be gracious to me and answer me. My heart says this about you. You are to seek my face. Lord, I will seek your face. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not leave me or abandon me, God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord cares for me. Because of my adversaries, show me your way, Lord, and lead me on a level path. Do not give me over to the will of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against, against me, breathing violence. I am certain that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and courageous. Wait for the Lord. Let's pray. God, we thank you for these words of encouragement tonight. We thank you for the attitude that David has. And I pray, God, that you help us to see that. And I pray, God, that you help us to live that. I pray that we would trust in you and have just as much faith in you, whatever may come in our life, God. So in these few minutes that we look at these words tonight, I pray that you just would watch over, that you just would take care of us and, and bless us and lead us. God, let the Holy Spirit speak into our heart. In Jesus' name I ask it. Amen. I don't know if anybody in here has ever been scared of the dark before, but when I was a kid, I was afraid of the dark. There's some adults who just don't like the dark. Not that they're afraid that there's a monster under the bed per se, uh, but sometimes you just feel a little better when there's a little bit of light. Uh, some people like to have a nightlight around. It just makes you feel good. You can kind of see what's going on. Uh, if, if for nothing else, when you get up at night, you don't stumble. You kind of see uh, where you're going. We need light in the darkness. And there are many situations in our life where we may be living in darkness, where we may be in dark times, where what is before us is dark. Perhaps it's darkness of our sin. Perhaps it's the darkness of some situation, something that's just a heavy cloud over us, and we just feel like we're wandering in the darkness that we can't go up against, that we can't stand against whatever is before us. And David had some of those instances in his life. We see that in Psalm 27, it is a psalm of David, and we don't know exactly what situation David was going through when he wrote this psalm, but we have a few situations in Scripture that we know that David knew what it was like to face an enemy that was bigger and better and badder than him. Uh, one easy one that comes to mind is the story of David and Goliath. 
Can you imagine what it must have been like for David? Probably a young man at the time, probably just a teenager. We don't know exactly how old, but not very old. And here is the army of the Israelites, and they are afraid to stand before this giant, Goliath. And here comes David one day bringing his brother some food, and he hears Goliath mocking God, and he says, Who is this man who is mocking my God? And David says, I'm not going to stand for it. Now, that's a, that's a whole other sermon in and of itself. Boy, what if more Christians today uh, were more, more apt to stand up when people speak against God and do things against God? But we'll save that for another time. But here was David with this foe who stood head and shoulders above him. And here was David. Everyone else was scared. And David was willing to stand up to the enemy that was before him. He didn't wear any armor. He didn't have a big sword. He didn't have any of the things that all the warriors of the day would have. And David said, I will stand up before this giant and I will face him because David knew that he had the power of the Lord on his side. David wasn't trusting in something of the world. He was trusting in God. We see it later on in David's life as he's older. And here is King Saul who's out to get David, who's trying to take David's life. And here is David standing strong against his enemies. He had dark times that he faced, whether it was when he faced Goliath, whether it was when Saul was coming to take his life, or perhaps it was another situation. But whatever situation it was, it was a big, scary situation for David. His enemies were against him. Things were dark. Things were scary. But David trusted in the Lord. I think the very first verse of this psalm kind of sums up everything very well. Verse 1, "...the Lord is my light and my salvation." Whom should I fear? Now that's a good question. That's a good question. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? Now think about that for a second. How many times as Christians do we need to be reminded of that? How many times do we need to be reminded that our God is bigger than our struggles? David got it. David got it. He experienced it and experienced it on multiple occasions. And David knew that his God was bigger than his struggles. And we need to be reminded of that sometimes. That God is bigger than whatever it is we're facing. I don't know what you're facing. Maybe you're struggling with a sin. Maybe you're struggling with just some worry, some burden that's on you, something that's, that's weighing you down, and you, and you just don't feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel. There are lots of things in life that can, that can lead us into darkness, that can make us feel like that there is no hope. But David said, look, if the Lord is on my side, what do I have to be afraid of? What is there in this world that is bigger and stronger than God? nothing. There's nothing in this world that is bigger and stronger than God. There's nothing in this world that can overtake God. That's good news. If there was something in this world that could overtake God, we'd be a bunch of psychos for coming in here worshiping tonight. But praise the Lord, we serve a God who already has the victory. Do you know why we serve God? Because the devil has already thrown the best he had at him and God still beat him. God still came out victorious. There is nothing in this world, there is nothing that the enemy can throw at us that is bigger than our God. Sometimes the enemy comes to us and tries to convince us that we're not good enough. But guess what? We may not be good enough, but God is good enough. And we can say to the enemy, get behind me, Satan. 
Because that's what Jesus did when the enemy came to him. And guess what? Jesus has the victory. Jesus has the power. There is nothing that we encounter in our life that God is not bigger than. And David said, look, the Lord is my stronghold. I'm not going to anyone else. I'm not going to anything else. I'm not going to seek comfort and protection from anything other than the Lord. And that's an important lesson that we need to remember. He says something else that, that kind of caught my eye as I was studying. One, he desires to be in the presence of the Lord. And in those verses, I believe he's talking about not here on this earth, but I believe he's speaking eternally. He's talking about being eternally in the presence of the Lord. And then he goes on a little lower down uh, to say... <clears throat> Verse 7, Lord, hear my voice when I call. Be gracious to me and answer me. Now think about that for a second. Think about how wonderful it is that we can go and ask God for things. God, the almighty creator of the heavens and the earth, the perfect, wonderful, all-knowing God, and here we are as sinners, and we can go before the Lord and ask God. God for something. That's pretty unbelievable. Go before the Lord boldly, as the Scripture says. Go before the throne boldly. Isn't it unbelievable that we can go before God? That God will listen to us? That God will be gracious to us when we ask Him for things? That we can ask God to be with us, to guide us, to strengthen us, to heal us, to heal our friends, to heal our neighbors, to give us strength, to get through the darkest, deepest days. Isn't it great that we can go ask God and that God even listens to us? God doesn't have to listen to us. But that's love. That's grace. God wants to listen to us. Isn't that pretty phenomenal that we, a bunch of sinners, God desires to listen to us and hear what we have to say and deliver us and help us to grow in Him and help us to feel secure and help us to feel loved? That is love right there. That's good stuff. And David got that. He said, Lord, hear my voice when I call. Be gracious and answer me. David knew that it was only by the grace of God that he was answered. Isn't it great that God gives us that grace? Isn't it great that we can go before the Lord and He will hear our pleas and hear our struggles and hear our our cries for, for repentance and help to get through things? You don't get somebody that high up that gets to listen to you on this earth. Wouldn't it be great if we could go to the president, all the presidents that we've had every time we have one, and tell them what's what, tell them what we want to see, tell them what needs to change, tell them what needs to be this, that, and the other, or other leaders or other people in control or the quarterbacks of our favorite football teams or whoever it is, if we could just go tell them what's what and they would listen to us? Nobody on this earth is going to do that, but God Almighty listens to His children. And we need not take that lightly. We don't need to take it for granted. If our prayer life is not any good, if we're not praying like we should be praying, then we need to realize what a blessing and a privilege it is that we can go before the Lord any time. And David got that. David knew that he could go before the Lord. David knew that even if those on this earth who were closest to him, even if his father and mother abandoned him, he knew that God would not abandon him. And we need to remember that because sometimes in life, when we go through situations, sometimes our who we thought were our closest friends abandon us. Who we thought were family members who cared about us abandon us. Our mothers, our fathers, our children, 
our brothers, our sisters. People of this world can let us down. People in this world can abandon us and leave us. And David said, look, I know that there is one person that I can trust, that I can go to, that will listen to me, that will be gracious to me, that will deliver me, and it's God. And sometimes we may feel like there is nobody around that cares, that we are all alone, that we are left to our struggles, and we got to figure it out for ourselves. But God's Word tells us otherwise. David tells us otherwise, that no matter what enemies are against us, that God is with us. And in our deepest, darkest times here in this world, when we go out into the darkness, we take a flashlight with us, and a little light makes everything better. Everything's scarier in the dark. You can just stand outside in the dark and play some scary music and all of a sudden you just get scared. But if you turn a light on, if there's light around, it's hard to be scared when there's light around. That's the cure. When I was a kid, the cure for me being scared was to turn a light switch on. Ain't it, ain't it something just that simple? Because as soon as light comes in, the darkness goes and light's not scary. Light's good. That's why we see all the time in the Bible that sin is referred to as darkness. Living apart from the Lord is referred to as darkness. But God is always referred to as the light. And that's how David refers to him here. He says, the Lord is my light. Are you afraid of the dark? I'm not talking about tonight when you go home. I'm talking about spiritually. Are you afraid of the dark? Are you going through a situation, through a struggle, trying to face a, uh, facing a sin that you're trying to overcome, whatever it may be in your life? If you're in the darkness, maybe some of you are here tonight and you're saying, boy, I'm afraid I don't think I can do this. Well, I can tell you the cure for the darkness is the light. If you're afraid of the dark, then go to the Lord and ask Him to be the light in your life and help Him to help you get through. Ask Him to help you get through whatever situation you need help. And God is so gracious to hear our concerns and help us get through those things. David got it. Let us get it too. Let's pray. God, I come to you tonight. I thank you for this good word. I pray that you help us to live by it and to get it. I thank you, God, for being our light in the darkness. I thank you for getting us through our, our tough times. And God, I pray that if there's anybody here tonight that's just struggling, that's, 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 that's going through some stuff and they feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, God, I pray that they just lift their head up and they seek you, God, that you would hear their concerns, that you would hear their prayers, God, that you would just come down and meet them where they are, dear Lord, and be the light of their life. And God, I pray that you just bless each one that's here tonight that heard this word. I pray that you hide it in their heart. I pray that you recall it to them on those days and those nights where they feel alone or afraid or overwhelmed to know, God, that you are right there with them and that you will be their light in the darkness. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen.